just some housekeeping to get out of the way before we start the show. Unless you're somebody that's rationally prone to being triggered, this podcast will require no trigger warnings as it will grant no quarter to any hateful ideas or oversensitivities. Please click to subscribe or hit the like button if you enjoy the podcast. Leave a comment in the comment section below if you're interested in interacting with the show. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as it truly will help us out. We appreciate any and all the support that we receive. Hello and welcome to the Rorschach Test, where we examine a particular image or a controversial topic in an attempt to understand how it has our culture so divided today, how one image or one subject can warrant two completely opposite reactions from two people in our society. Joining me today is Curtis, I'm Trav, you're listening to the Rorschach Test. Words, I got a voice that you never heard. Maybe, maybe not never, cause you heard crying. Communication's tough, but I'm sure trying. But I'm sure trying, trying, but I'm sure trying, still trying, still trying. Who? Don Cherry. Where? Hockey Night in Canada. When? November 2019. What? A passionate rant made by a hockey broadcast legend in support of the Canadian military veterans. Why? Well, we're not so much interested in why the rant was made, but we're more interested in why the rant has made you feel the way that it's made you feel. So to simplify this, Kurt, what I've done is broke it down into three different categories that I feel illustrate best or most accurately the way that our society's kind of broken down into, uh, into teams on this one. So the first option I'll give, and it's in no chronological order, but you can give me your um, you can give me your idea afterwards if you think uh, there it's an appropriate premise. But the first option, or the or the first category, we'll say, is the people that agreed wholeheartedly with Sportsnet firing Don Cherry. They didn't care how or when it happened. And that they agree that it's time for Don Cherry to move on as he's had racial or racist and bigoted ideas for years. Two, people disagree with the firing by Sportsnet. They thought it was maybe too aggressive. However, they understand that in 2019's hypersensitive climate, there's no place for Don Cherry to have uh, a platform. And three, and this is the category that I fall fall most appropriately or comfortably into uh, would be the people that say they disagree with the firing, they think the uh, time it was done, the, the day it was done on was tone deaf as it was Remembrance Day, and uh, which is ironically the day that Don was trying to uh, wage support for. And uh, not only that, they agree with Don's sentiments. And uh, that's the one that I feel, at least for the most part, uh, a part of that category. Do you feel like you're in any of those categories, in any of those three? Do you agree with my premise? And, uh, yeah, do you fit in there anywhere? I probably fall the closest into category two. Category two. So you, you essentially, you disagree with the firing, maybe too aggressive, but you can, you can see where their, where their gripes lie. Yeah, I think they, there was... A discussion to be had by Sportsnet to Don. I think there's a leg to stand on if, in that regard. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a company, sure, you you, you can uh, dictate what your workers say. So I can understand that. I can understand why people have taken those, uh, those positions. All right. Do you have any ideas on why you think that this has become such a, 
such a, a hot hot ticket, hot button uh, topic right now. Why why are we so divided on it? It couldn't just be everybody looks at one thing and sees something completely different, or is it truly a Rorschach test? That's an interesting question because I think there could have been a time where something like this could have just slipped under the radar and business as usual. Only the people that are watching Hockey Night in Canada are the ones that actually are even familiar with it. And even then, that would have been water under the bridge. Maybe that maybe a time that we weren't so... Uh sensitive. Sensitive, but I was going to say maybe a time that we didn't reward canceling people. Like, let's just touch it right there. I think that's... At a time where you didn't get brownie points for tackling people, for mm-hmm. taking them out and sending them off the pasture, so to speak. Yeah. Like, you yep. know, maybe people would have just listened and not, ta- you know, not that necessarily this was taken out of context because there's an argument for everything. But yep. I, I just mean that might have listened to it and said, ah, you know, maybe he's a little bit older. Maybe he could have been a little bit more eloquent, but... Uh, you know, his sentiments meant well, and he sure was trying not to center people out, which I think, I mean, a, a fifth grader could see that much. I mean, if he really wanted to come out and be nasty and, and everything that they're calling him, he could have sure, you know, sharpened his fangs a little more than he did. But anyway, um, do you think that it's a, a, do you think it basically breaks down to people that didn't like him beforehand? Does it break down to bias? Do the do people that are supporting them are supporting them because they're Don Cherry fans? Or is it because no, you I think know. they're looking at this ob- objectively? At least I, not objectively in the sense that they're not they're not sticking to teams on this. I mean objectively in the sense that they're looking at this as an isolated incident. They're not looking at it my past as feelings. As an overall. Yeah, I bet you a lot of people don't even know who Don Cherry is in this regard. I think people are hearing this on the news and they're picking a side. They're just diving in on they're it. They're getting a caption that's saying he said you people or these people that come here. I actually, I can say that I, I've encountered people that aren't fully in the loop but are seeing this, you know, whether it be cutting through the lunchroom or standing in line at Tim Hortons and they're seeing the CP24. Yeah, seeing the news. Run, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, this story made very next day made short sh- short travel to the states as well because well, exactly. I seen him on uh, Fox News on Tucker Tucker Carlson's right. show. So I mean, that's no uh, that's no trivial show to get onto. So to answer the question, do I think people are stepping back and taking a look at Don's collection of work and saying this is the the final straw? I don't know that that's the case. Not so much that they're taking a comprehensive look at it. I meant more. Are there biases the, at your knee-jerk reaction when you've seen this? Were the people that are pulling the trigger, are they pulling the trigger? Because it's like, finally, let's get this guy out of here. And for people that were in that third category that I'd spoken about, like myself, like, am I just saying, hey, Don's been part of my life forever? How dare you guys come for him kind of thing? You know what I mean? Because I don't know. It's worth talking about. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I think uh, in the environment that we're in today... I don't know that... You're going to get a mixed bag. Well, but not a, you're always going to get a mixed bag. But in this environment, I don't know that companies really have the... Uh, are, are acting as though if they do have the option. If, if popular demand is saying one thing, I think they have to be heavily looking at that. Yeah, We're for seeing sure. that in the current events at this moment with the Calgary Flames coach. Yeah. He was... That, that report that he had made racial slurs during uh, 10 years ago, that report came out during the game. And by is the, that on film? 
No, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I don't believe it is on film. But my point with that is it's happening so fast. So the end of the game comes and Calgary's uh, GM has to come out and say, we're aware of it. We're not going to comment, but it's under investigation. And boom, the, either the next day or within two days, he's not behind the bench because the investigation is ongoing. I think with the climate we're in, when the public reacts, companies... Teams, corporations are going to make a stance pretty quickly. Yeah. So to go back to the initial question of bias and is this that they were looking to get him out? I don't know that that's fully the case. Yeah, but I don't even so much mean the company. I, I, even though I do have my own, I, I have my own ideas about Sportsnet. Um, I mean more just let's say social media. Let's let's cut it down to social media. The people on Twitter that immediately were hashtagging everything against them. And well, let's say this: you mentioned the climate. How do you think this breaks down politically? Do you think you could accurately predict the people that are sticking up for him and accurately? predict the people that are his detractors his haters right now do you think it could break down a left and a right thing um or do you think that has no uh value here i think there'll be some aspect of that but i think there'll be people that will just be looking for something to get on board with in protest so there's no way of politicizing this no i would say there is i'd say there is certainly a way of 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 drawing a line in the sand and saying you're there and I'm here on this and that does come down to politics yeah it's your values right yeah. if you if your values are this then you seem to vote that way that's not an absolute it's just a, a thought it's like I wonder I wonder many of these people that are keyboard warriors do they dive for the for the um, you know cancel button as soon do as they all line up in the same parties you know right because it seems to be that people with right right wing values generally aren't going to be quick to do the cancel thing and for sure if you're asking about politics i think you definitely couldn't do that without looking into the media's uh complicit uh nature and kind of sculpting out the narrative uh, of the day and I, I i don't know if you followed any of the news but if you're if you're a right-wing person and your feeds seem to kind of slant over to Rebel Media and Toronto Sun, they, they're definitely backing them wholeheartedly, backing Dawn on this one. And then, as usual, you have all your cancel people out towards the, the, the left or the left-wing media outlets uh, that are looking at it a different way. Um, We've talked about this before. It's tough to know even what to believe. You have the Toronto Sun, who's obviously backed by one political party and you have other news outlets like the toronto star backed by others so yeah yeah i mean depending what media you're absorbing you're gonna get one slant of that story because like you just said toronto sun was bleeding that you know don had done nothing wrong yeah they were backing them they were trying to find 100 the rationale in yeah it. right on yeah i'd say that for me the thing that um shouts the loudest is the free speech aspect the fact that you know hate speech is one thing i'm not i'm not going to get into that but the fact that he can't see a problem and go up on stage when he's talking well, on his platform and he's talking to you know the people that are interested in listening to him talk from his soapbox and he's talking to them and he's just trying to say in a way he's tap dancing he's not coming out and and shouting from the pulpit he's He's kind of he's he's mentioning something that's near and dear to his heart. It should be near and dear to all of our hearts, and that's all he was saying. And we all agreed with him. But because of two words, he's now being 
canceled and fired and and you know it speaks to a bigger problem not only do they get canceled but their legacy is destroyed they, a man's worked his whole life and it all gets taken down and it's it's for nothing the people that are calling you know for the the cancellations are just adding more to this um culture where nobody will, will stand up above the fray in fear that they'll get their head taken off it's scary. It's yeah. scary. No, it is scary. I think it would be scarier if we had made those comments outside of his nine to five, so to speak, position. You and think I, he should? He, I, a hockey guy up there on the on the hockey show should be talking about hockey kind of thing. That's a point. That's not even an avenue I'm going down. I more so mean when we're discussing freedom of speech. It's not. It's not there. Oh, it's not while you're at work. When you're at work, you're pulling the line of that corporation. Yeah, well, I don't disagree with so, that either. I, I say it would be scarier if he had tweeted out the same thing Sunday morning or the Monday that was Remembrance Day, what the backlash would be, because that now we really are talking freedom of speech yeah. at that point. Yeah. But at Saturday evening, in between that first and second period... Freedom of speech is kind of out the window. You're pulling the line. Even though some of us are kind of waiting to hear what he has to say. like So then at that point, I'll now go down the avenue of, from Sportsnet's perspective, they're looking to hear your take on on hockey, and, and maybe you can step outside that a little bit. But for the most part, they're not uh, they're not cutting with paycheck to hear his, his views on... Uh, from a national perspective as it stands to unless it's status quo the climate yeah yeah right. unless it stays within the guidelines of the mob yeah 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 no doubt all right well since we're talking about sportsnet do you think the firing by sportsnet is going to cement his legacy is he going to go down the way that all the people that have called for his firing want it to go down and that he's a 85 year old old white man bigot racist um this just another one cancelled and one for the good guys. No, I don't think it'll cement his legacy. I it was nice to see that that some people were comfortable speaking out. I know Don came out and said there was people that had supported him privately but weren't willing to do so publicly. It was nice to see some people were willing to do it publicly. And I think as time goes by, this isn't gonna be that Who, Bobby Orr came out? Bobby Orr came out and, uh, Did Max Domi say anything? I didn't come across anything. That's not to say that I heard he, he did say it, but I didn't. I didn't hear what it was. Yeah, there was he, that day. Don was actually uh, representing Max at a charity for diabetes. I believe Max right. Domi is. Diabetic. So there was a number. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I had no doubt that he was. I mean, he's a big. I don't know if the word's humanitarian, but he's big in in giving back, and especially giving back in in our country. Which, I mean. The grand scheme of things, this is all ironic, but um, it's yeah. so ironic. That's yeah. part of what the problem is: right. is that it's just so unbelievably ironic. Here we, he all he wanted to do was, you know, put a spotlight on the troops for the one day a year that they, we give them. And when he comes out and does that, what, what, who do, we, who do we really put the spotlight on? Oh, you can't say that to the to the refugees because we don't even know who the, you people are. But based on the context in which he said it, we can go ahead and assume that he's talking about refugees. You've come here because where you were, you know, you want you love our milk and honey, whatever it was he said. And so clearly, you people meant the refugees. Um, 
I think right there, I mean, I wish he could have just used better words because I love the message. I mean, I'm able to take a step back and think, okay, what are you trying to get across? I'm able to also take a step back and, and to some degree we grew up with Don Cherry, right? So, I mean, I know what he's brought to the table and I know what he brings to the table for the veterans. So I'm able to say, like, I support the message, but I do think he could have used a better choice of words. Especially in the yeah, climate sure. they're in, sure. we don't need more stuff to be divided on, right? Yeah, but is it the you people that's dividing it, or is it the sentiments that's dividing it? Because for me, you have to be looking to be divided. If, if it only takes you two words, and then you forget everything that the guy was trying to say, just two words out of place. Because I've heard everybody come out and say, "Oh, I wish he didn't say you people. He should have yeah. just said all of us." And even he's came out and said that, which is fine. That's a okay, but. Let's face facts here. He had came out, he'd said something that a lot of us agree with. A lot of us agree with. And and he's being he's being ostracized for that opinion. And we all agree with the sentiment. Not only that, most people, a lot of people, I shouldn't say most, a lot of people agree he should have been just fine to say it the way he said it. But other people have are too sensitive on that subject and they feel for whatever reason that you people might have made other people feel bad. Does anybody think that, like, do you personally, this, is, I, this shouldn't be an aggressive question, but do you think that he was trying to make, you know, was it a call for violence? Was it a call for anything? No, I don't think it was a call for violence, but I think... I mean, if you just take a second and use any other words, it could have had such a greater impact. Also, I mean, to your point, do I think that with this cancel culture, like two words is going to be the difference from us missing the message? I mean, no, I don't think that that should be the case. But I also think that you need to be careful when you do have the microphone. And this isn't a... a a metaphorical microphone, he literally has the mic and is speaking to a large part of the country, and then that has the potential to be even picked up and run across news outlets Yeah, even more so. So, I mean, you do have an obligation to be careful in what you're saying. We don't need to be, let's say, charging people with more, you know, ammunition to be providing any hate. Yeah. Regardless of his intent, right? It doesn't matter his intent. There's people that aren't stable, blah, 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 blah. That's why I think there is a higher due diligence in this scenario. Use your words better. Get your point across. Yes and no. I mean, we we're, were... Yeah. See, I'm going back and forth because I, I do see it, you know, when we were talking about those uh, initial three uh, categories. Scenarios. Scenario. Well, just the, the three categories that I feel like... You Most fall people into. are falling into, yeah. yeah. So I fall into. I'm kind of fluid between the second and third because I agree with some. A lot of the points you're making, and then I, I, I become steadfast in the in that third category at other times because I think it's so important for, for the mob not to quiet people when they're because nobody's going to speak up with good ideas. And you, you could catch me in the third category for sure. I mean, even. Uh... Uh, you could have no problem yourself bringing me over to that side in uh, in a good debate, but by and large, I think I'm going to fall into category two. Yeah, and that's fair. All right, we'll watch this. All right, let's get on to my favorite part. Did you see Ron McLean uh, trying to explain it away in his hostage video? I'm not sure if I did see it or if I just ran the transcript, or sorry, read the transcript. 
Well, I got a beauty part for you lined up. I just want to show you something. Uh, just And this isn't even the full serving. This is just a little appetizer of some of the hypocrisy in it. Do you not feel like he's trying to have his cake and eat it too? Like, yeah, you don't. You don't get to. You don't get to come out and explain to us how you let your your you, the guy you made all your money with, and and actually, truth be told, back I believe back when CBC wanted only Don back, he said you only get Don if you take Ron too. Like, just the most stand up guy you can get, and and when they cancel him, this guy's quick to become the you know the the world's foremost authority on on canadian values and fundamentals like give me a break anyways i thought it'd be cute to just show you real quick before you do that i i think that don uh, sorry ron really had the opportunity there to uh fine if you got to stay employed do your apology do whatever you have to but you could have done it in a way that really supported ron Sorry, that supported Don, but he did it in a manner that just served his own purpose. It was very purely self-survival, yeah. 100%. He's got to be ashamed of that. It's not the legacy you want, although I did see his wife was out um, accosting that. some reporters. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Other ain't tough right now, but... Yeah, yeah. So anyways, just real quick, we'll just watch what the actual video was when he was calling for people to have more poppies on. And uh, we'll see if you think Ron was sensing trouble, as he mentioned about sure. his, his uh, trouble-sensing radar. People love you. They come here, whatever it is. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you can pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. A period of blame immigrants. Right? Like, That's funny. Like, give me a break. Along. We can watch in real time exactly what you thought and were thinking. You were thinking this is harmless. I Oh, definitely people should buy poppies. Yeah, we're sitting please. there watching you in real time. And you mean, and nobody says anything to you until, like, to Don or anything until he went home and woke up the next morning. So how do you have thought something else? You had all the time in the world. You guys are best friends. You had all the time in the world to tell Don, hey, you know, I think what you did was a little bit fucked up. I think even in that moment, I mean, before you wrap up, before you send it to the commercial, before the uh, like he acknowledged end of the intermission. Sorry, intermission. You just state. Let's just clarify, Don. Exactly. Right? How many times have you let's clarified end, him? Well, let's just end this right now. That's your whole job, yeah. Ron. Keep Don within the confines. Within of, the guidelines yeah, of failure. Right. That's all we need you for. We need you to do time checks. We need yeah. you to you know, steer him away from maybe things that are a bit too controversial. Sure. I mean, I'm being a bit tongue-in-cheek right now. But... Like, you, you know what your role is, and you know what Don's role is. It's funny, because with that, I mean, that's not something, uh, not really a narrative that's been picked up. I mean, had uh, Ron's social, uh, uh, shall, we say, so shall we say, compass picked this up, moral compass, rather, this could have all been uh, dealt with right on the show. Before this, this segment wrapped up, you say, hey, I, 
Don, let's clarify. If it was really on your mind, you would have definitely... Clarified it right then, and then it's done. Then Don has the opportunity to say, you know what? Of course I don't mean immigrants. I mean, Canadians yeah. as a whole need to be buying poppies. Yeah, really. Don't you be think supporting he the military. Him, don't you think he could have given them a little assist by... Exactly. By, instead of saying... Waiting until the next day to apologize. Why couldn't you have just stopped? If you were truly thinking this, why couldn't you just stopped right there and said, "Don't you mean all people?" Right. You know, since, Boom, since everybody has so much better sense than Don Cherry, who's the only guy, ironically, telling the truth here. Literally, the only guy here telling the truth yeah. is Don Cherry, and everybody is holier than thou, or however that goes. And they're going to go ahead and, and, and ostracize Don for this when really. He was the only one telling the truth here. Everyone knows it. I don't. It doesn't matter if your if your emotions are so sensitive that. And I don't even think that that's the case. I don't think anybody was hurt by this unless they were looking to be hurt. I think a whole lot of people were affected in the sense they ran to their phones just as quick as they could. They sprained their thumbs trying to get their cancel tweets out. Right. But I don't think anybody was ever hurt, and I don't think it was a slippery slope. And I think everybody knows that. We're the first people that have came, like by us, of geez, uh, our <laughs> ancestors were the ones that to first in line to come and, and liberate places and that, that were fascism and, and all and the rest of it. Right. It's like he's not a racist, he's not a bigot. It, it just blows my mind that Ron would jump out of the foxhole the first chance he got, you know? Yeah. The first, the first sight of the tanks in the horizon and he's moving on. <laughs> You think that Ron gets judged for this one? Yeah, I do. I don't think... Uh, Is he going to last? No, I don't think he lasts. I mean, people weren't tuning in to see Ron in the first place. Well, that's, that's definitely no, true. No, I don't think that he Keep does. him on home... On, what is it? Hometown, hometown hockey? Hometown hockey. That's fine. So, I don't think that... He's a nice, friendly face on sure. hometown hockey. You're not going to sure. need him to help you out in any way. So I, do I think this is going to impact his legacy? I I actually think it, it might impact his legacy more than it impacts Don's. For sure. So, it will, at least if we're talking about it in a negative way. Yes. Because when I asked the question before and he said, no, you don't think it affects it, I got to be honest, that part of the conversation, I, was, I'm not, I wasn't really sure, but as I think more about it, I think the history will, they only make, mo- they only make movies about the Mavericks. They only make movies about the people that stood on their beliefs you know sure. they don't make them on people that you know knelt to the to the first sign of the mob right they're <laughs> they're not going to make movies on yellow cowards i would say that that's dawn here no 100 yeah, percent. so I, yeah no I, that's the way i see it too is that in 100 years nobody's going to want to care what ron had to say they're only yeah. going to care what dawn had to say yeah and that's going to be it for that this episode of the rorschach test please subscribe give a thumbs up five-star rating wherever applicable and to keep up with us online follow us on twitter the lens at logic card capital l capital c or q card on youtube and that's q u e c a r d for youtube okay guys thanks a lot and we'll see you next time words i got a voice that you never heard never because you heard crying communication's tough but i'm sure trying but i'm sure trying trying but i'm sure trying still trying Still trying.